Hello and welcome to Small Town Banter, a rural library podcast about the Parkland County community, local events, and good old-fashioned Albertan humor. Small Town Banter was created by Parkland County Libraries as a way to connect you with your community from the comfort of your home. Stay tuned for special guests, funny antics, and so much more. We would like to discuss topics you're thinking about and hopefully others that have never crossed your mind. We endeavor to lighten your day and at times ponder the obscure. Welcome to Small Town Banter. We're so excited to be here. You are listening to Brittany and Lorena from Parkland County Libraries. And this week we are being a little mysterious. Take a wild guess as to what this episode is about. But before we get to that, here are some community and library updates. First of all, Oh my gosh, library updates. It feels like so much has changed since the last time we talked. Um, as of this recording, the all of our Parkland libraries are closed to the public and we moved back into phase one of the Alberta reopening strategy. But we still have services available. Curbside pickup of materials is available at all of our locations. You can find hours and locations and all of that information on our website, pclibraries.ca. Virtual programs are going strong in all Parkland County libraries, and there's something for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're one or you're 99 years old, we've got something for you. So check us out on our website, and don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at PC Libraries. Community news. We have actually, like, for being back to phase one, we have a few different community news updates. So that's fun. First one is calling all seniors. Yellowhead County FCSS has started a really cute pen pal program between seniors and youth. And they're looking for more local seniors to in the community to participate. So Yellowhead County, Parkland County, they want your correspondence. If you want to know more, contact Karen at the, she's the Yellowhead County FCSS Community Outreach Coordinator, and we will include her contact information in the website. The next little piece of community news that I want to share with everyone is one that is Near and dear to me, this one is Meals on Wheels for East Yellowhead County and Parkland County. So I guess West, East Yellowhead, West Parkland is how that would work, right, Lorena? So the West Central Meals on Wheels continues to get affordable meals to all local residents. Meal orders are taken and submitted once a month on the first Wednesday of every month, and meals are held in freezer storage and are ready for pickup for the following Wednesday. So you just have to call your local library for more information. To order your meals, you just contact either Evansburg, Wildwood, Knighton, Seba Beach, Entwistle or Wobman libraries. So there are a lot of contact points to get your meals. And I have to say, like, I didn't know what to expect when I first started doing Meals on Wheels, what the food would look like, Mm -hmm. like what the quality of it. And this food is amazing. Like, I want to order it for myself. I was there that day when the product was coming in and the desserts Oh, they look so good. And it's all fresh. It's prepared by real chefs in the most amazing kitchen. And like, Mm -hmm. I know it's a frozen meal, but it's a beautiful frozen meal. And they also, you can order pureed food. So if you have somebody that maybe can't have the traditional meals on wheels meal, you can get the pureed food for them as well. So there's a lot of options and it's all really affordable. So I highly recommend looking into that if you have somebody even if there's somebody that's just 
has a broken leg and can't leave the house. Mm -hmm. Meals on Wheels is there for you. It doesn't matter who you are. So it's a phenomenal option. It is. It really is. So we will have all the links for that. And I will we'll post the phone numbers for all of the libraries as well in case you wanted to call them and get a little bit more information. Or you can email us and I can give you whatever information that you need. Here is Lorena with a sneak peek into what we have coming up for our library programs. We'd like to put a spotlight this week on our Builders Club for Youth. It's every Thursday uh, via Zoom. And uh, the kids last week, they were creating robots and aliens. And with that comes a story or trivia, really anything that they want to talk about. And they uh, share their creations with one another. That's so, that's, so fun. Yeah. So it's Thursdays, uh, five between 5 and 6 p.m. And you have to register on our website for the programs. We'll put that up also on our site. So I'm excited about good thing of the week. Brittany, what was your good thing for the last week, week and a half? First off, I want to say that I'm really like, I'm really into having a good thing of the week. I feel like having to take the time out of my day to actually think of good things for the week has been really beneficial to my mental health mm -hmm. in a time when things are a bit difficult like life's not fun yeah it's not that fun in a pandemic and taking the time to think of the good things is really it's really been nice i think yes i agree i think the idea that really the good things for me always seem to be the most simplistic things absolutely right yeah life is pretty basic when you come down to it so yeah we find fun and just Simple. Yeah, Simplicity. and that's nice. Um, so what so, was your good thing? Well, I guess part of my good thing of the week is just that there is a good thing for the week. Mm -hmm. And the other one is that I've been catching up on other podcasts. And there's a really great local library podcast called Behind the Stacks that's done by the wonderful human beings at Spruce Grove Library. And mm -hmm. I was just so... Um, humbled when they did a shout out to our podcast and it was so sweet and kind. yeah just so nice and I can't wait until we can actually all come together and do some collaborative episodes it's just gonna be so fun and more just, the merrier exactly and I just feel really lucky to know those girls personally those two human beings are just wonderful people and their podcast is so funny I just, I highly recommend it. The one about um, Easter is really funny. Good, okay. I'll have to so check cute. That one they out. all, they're both talking about their encounters with rabbits and, okay. and their own. I've, I've never owned a pet, like, I've never had a pet rabbit before. So hearing the antics that bunnies get up to and when you have them in your house, it's really funny. So, yeah, check out the Behind the Stacks podcast. We'll post a link. It's, you'll have a good laugh. It's just pure, like joy. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's always happy. What about you, Lorena? What's your good thing? Well, I saw my sister and her family, my three nieces, they're nine and under. Aww. And for a short visit, we met in Rocky Mountain House at a park and the kids hadn't seen them in quite a while just because of the pandemic. So they were showing us how they had improved their skills, like showing me how fast they could run, how they could climb a rock, you oh, know, just I love that. 
Yeah, so it was a it was good for the heart. It felt good to connect with them again and just see their bright smiley faces and you know they look up I have teenagers so of course the girls look up to my teenage girls Aww. and are always trying to impress so you, every time you looked over you got a little chuckle because they're kind of emulating them but also trying to impress them right that's so sweet so it was a good moment uh, to see my sister and brother-in-law and their three little beautiful girls so it's nice like even if we can't get up close and personal with our family that we can still have yeah. now, especially now that the snow is gone and we can see each other outside. It's mm -hmm. so nice to be able to see the people that you care about. Right. So yeah, that was my good thing. It was actually a great thing. So, so great. And I hope that everybody listening also had at least one great thing happen, but like that you had all, all had a good week in general. Mm -hmm. We're at Book of the Week. What's your Book of the Week, Brittany? Book of the Week is my favorite part of this. Like, it's, I love this segment. But I it's thought also, you were going to say favorite book, and I'm like, wait a minute. Book of the Week is my favorite book. Absolutely. Because I'm like, <laughs> every week is your favorite. You have a favorite book. It's true. Every week it's my favorite book. And it's hard to, like, sometimes it's really hard to come up with a book and I like I'm trying to not always do books that I've read in the past and kind of like go on this journey yes. together of finding new things to read and well I found that books that I in the past that I thought were so great I'm now starting to question so I don't want to steer the public right we all change like, and grow and yeah, so like a book tastes. that I read in my 20s I've revisited some of them and I'm reading them and I'm like who was I how can I have thought that book was yeah remarkable so i'm trying to do books like in the present so just like you the book that i have for this week is another one where i finished it and i was like well this is my favorite book i've ever read <laughs> this i once again it's my favorite book that's gonna be your line yeah every every week it's my favorite book but um so i started because i have a long commute so i started getting back into audiobooks and I jumped right into the Libby app and it's, I've always been a big fan of Overdrive. If you use e-resources, e Overdrive just has so yeah. much stuff. And so they've come out with the Libby app and I love her. She's just this great little creature on your phone and I would just plug her into the Apple CarPlay and away you go. It's so, the book that I picked was called Empire of Wild by Sherry, Dimeline, I'm sorry if I said that wrong. It's read by Michelle St. John. And she, like, sometimes the person reading the story can really make or break the mm -hmm. story. And she made it amazing. Like, even it didn't matter if it was like an old voice, a young voice, a male, female, like whoever it was, she nailed it. Like, you just, I just, I don't know. It's my favorite book. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so if you're looking for a good mystery, I highly recommend this one. It's definitely not for children. I, it's There's a lot of adult content, more than I was expecting, a lot more than I was expecting, but it's a really good story. So this is from the author of the YA crossover hit, The Marrow Thieves, which I will admit to have never having read, but I just had heard so many good things about that book that I went straight into Empire of Wild. Um, 
I had a little quote about the book. It's a propulsive, stunning, and sensuous novel inspired by traditional, the traditional Métis story of the Rougarou, a werewolf-like creature that haunts the roads in the woods of Métis communities. It's a messed up, grown up little Red Riding Hood. And that quote really nails the the book. Like I had never heard of a Rougarou before I listened to this story. And it's so interesting. Like this is a, a real actual traditional story, the Rougarou. And it's it was more about finding a way to protect the kids that are walking down gravel roads in the middle of the night, making sure that they're not getting into cars for strain with strangers. Mm -hmm. Um, Just there's so many extra things. If you're living on reserve or the story took place in Ontario and they called it communities. Mm -hmm. So just like the, the, the things that we don't encounter living in, in a more whitewashed culture, so kind of a cautionary tale. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So obviously a Canadian author. Yes. Wonderful. I'm assuming she's from Ontario because this story was very Ontario. Okay. Um, it's such a good story. You just get really engrossed in it. And I've been trying to, I read a lot of like books that are kind of like written by authors like me Mm -hmm. and so I've been trying to kind of step out of that box and experience different cultures and even like different cultures in Canada and this book I'm really happy that I chose it It was really good good what about you Loretta oh I'm taking a different turn this week um I have teenage kids like I've said so this is a new genre I want to talk about after seeing my nieces I'm going to talk about a kid's book oh nice yeah so and I've been exposing myself a little bit more to the kids' books here, especially at the Entwistle Library that I've been coming to see you just because of my lovely nieces and uh, finding something that excites them and connects us all. So I picked this week, Bug in a Vacuum by Melanie Watt. I love this story. Oh, phenomenal. It's such an imaginative story that is visually stimulating. I have to say uh, this is a children's book that – adults do not mind reading like you know when I have little ones and I'm sitting there and I, I'll admit there were times where I would skip pages yeah it's just <laughs> that that I that cannot terrible? read the alphabet honestly kids it goes a b c k <laughs> yeah like I'm like oh I can't do it man like so I like oh look the book's done <laughs> and I'm probably not the only parent that's done that but this one uh an adult will not mind, me, uh, mind reading it. It follows uh, the bumbling day of a fly until its final misstep. Oh. Or is it his final so misstep? So cute. It's a unique perspective, uh, super cute, phenomenal pictures, cute storyline. I would recommend it. I love it. And I feel like this is a perfect segue right into the fact that we – we can let our listeners know that we are planning an episode that's all kids. Yes. Yeah. So you can find more stuff like the bug in the vacuum. Awesome. And now on with the main part of the show. Let's get mysterious. So as we all know, well, I guess anybody over 18 knows tax season is upon us. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, we're all dealing with the fun of taxes and 
forums. The yes, the dread that comes with it. Um, actually have my tax papers in the car that I have to take to the accountant and I don't want to, but that's yay, fun times. But that's what inspired National Take a Wild Guest Day because sometimes we're filling out tax forms and we take a wild guess. Jesse Poo here and there. Yeah, so that's that's where this came from. That we discovered that it's Take a Wild Guess Day, and it came from taking wild guesses on their tax returns, which we're not advocating for. Like, don't take wild guesses on your government information if you can avoid it. But that's the inspiration for this episode and Take a Wild Guess Day in general. So I thought we could all just take a few wild guesses with these random questions. Lorena, let me know what you, I'm, I'll like, give you the questions and you, you cannot Google the answers. You have to okay. just tell me right off the top of your head if you can, what you think the answer is. Okay. Um, these questions are kind of heavy on US trivia, but they're still really funny. So I kept them regardless. Okay, question one. In Florida, only on Sundays, it is legal for a single woman to do what? Drink orange juice. Wrong. The answer is skydive. Well, is it because she's single and like there's a shortage of single women, so they can't take any risks? What would be the reasoning? I was wondering if it was like, oh, if you get all of your chores done, you can go skydiving. Like, I, I don't know for any of these questions. Like, I don't know where it came from that read the logic behind it but i just thought they were hilarious so they won't be able to fall head over heels with anybody not on sundays <laughs> okay let's okay. next one next question it is illegal to do what in french vineyards take pictures wrong and i i don't know if it's illegal just in french vineyards or maybe everywhere but you cannot land a flying saucer in a French vineyard. Shocking. Are they like, yeah, <laughs> shocking. We have this preconceived notion that aliens are really into French wine. I don't know. Okay, next question. I'm going to say this word wrong, so prepare yourself. Coprastastophobia is the fear of what? Cobra Kai, like the Karate Kid, fear of martial arts. <laughs> I thought it was just the fear of having to say that word out loud, but it's actually the fear of constipation. Wow. Yep. I didn't see that one coming. It stalled you? Yeah, that, that one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, and I'm never repeating that word I'm again. I'm just going to say that'll be lost. That's yeah. now lost. It's off with that Irish town that I can't yes. pronounce either. Okay, next question. In... Texas, it's illegal to swear in front of what? Anyone over the age of 75. Wrong. In Texas, it is illegal to swear in front of a corpse. Hmm. I do kind of get the because of like the like it's so ingrained in our culture that we have to pay respects to yeah. the dead, but they're not going to. You have to map it out. Like it's very, yeah, it's yeah. very specific. Like I think every, we should all know, like no swearing in front of corpses. But next question, are you ready? Yes. All right. In Georgia, 
It's illegal to eat what with a fork? Grits. That would make sense. <laughs> Just imagine that's a long, long dinner. So the answer is actually fried chicken. Oh, okay. Well, I wouldn't eat fried chicken with a fork either, probably. Like, I don't eat meat, so I wouldn't eat it with a yeah. fork. But, I mean, when I did eat chicken, I absolutely ate my chicken with a fork. Oh, you did? Yeah, I don't like greasy fingers. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. So I guess I can't go to... Well, I guess I could go to Georgia now, but... Next question. The first hockey pucks used in early outdoor hockey games were made of what? Cow patties? You're right. It's frozen. The The answer is frozen cow dung. Okay, yeah. I've, I've heard that before. That's so funny. So that's what I assumed. Okay, next question. In Minnesota, it is illegal to tease what type of animal? A bull? I would hope so. <laughs> The answer is actually skunks, which makes total sense. Well, if you're that like dense, you deserve it. Yeah, you deserve Get it. Get what you point. deserve. You being mean to a skunk, they're so cute. I actually, when we bought our the house that we're in now, I did research to see if we could actually get a pet skunk. <laughs> And you can't in Parkland County unless they've changed the rules, but I don't think they've changed those bylaws. You can't have a skunk or a fox or anything like that okay. in in town. And I'm sad. I will always want a skunk, a fox, and a raccoon. Wouldn't they be a little destructive? Absolutely. They would destroy your house. All three of them, I think, would be the worst things ever to have in your house, but I still, I'm still living that dream. So speaking about guesses, so I only got one question right. So I was just figuring out with all my guessing, my accuracy is 14%. Oh, that stings a little. <laughs> so do you, last question, do you think that if we had asked an American person all of these American questions, they'd have got better than 14%? No. I don't think so either. No. So we won. That's okay. I was thinking about um, Wild Guest Day, and I kind of took a little bit different approach. And I came to the conclusion that I'm not a person that guesses very often. I'm a gal that estimates most things in life. Right. And thinking about it, I'm not a precision kind of person. I, like, when I cook, I estimate. I... When I drive, I use landmarks. <laughs> I'm like... Turn left at the wonky dead tree on the left. Right. Look for a cream house and garage with an, a funny looking orange windsock. And if you have a problem, roll down your window and listen for screaming kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, even purchasing clothes, I don't try stuff on. I eyeball it and pants a little bit dicier. So. I learned from a seamstress, and I don't know if she was actually joking with me. I don't know if you do this, Brittany, but I take a pair of pants, and I put the waist around my neck, and if it fits, it'll fit my waist. What? I've never heard that before. <laughs> I always hold them against me and make sure yeah. that they just fit on each. Like, no. The seams match up. And it actually does work. I mean, I may take the pants home and try them on and be like, 
yeah, no, that's not flattering, but the waist always fits. So you take the waist of your pants, you put it around. If they touch, then it'll fit your midsection. I'm, I'm definitely going to try that. I'm a little bit nervous to try it because I do a lot of thrift shopping and I don't think I want to put Value Village pants around my head. <laughs> okay, I've actually done Value Village pants. My kids were like, Mom, stop it. I'm like, well, I'm not leaving here. i got to at least estimate it. That's so interesting. So I think on a whole, humans rarely guess. I think what we're actually doing is estimating using our past experience and smarts. Makes sense. I'm just guessing on that. <laughs> <laughs> on that, um, I went with the direction of guessing that gets you in trouble. Ooh, interesting. So never, ever guess what a women's, woman is expecting. Oh, so bad. Or if they're expecting. I had that happen after my first daughter was born, about two months after. Um, and the lady meant it well, like, she, you know, and she came up and asked me when I was due. Now, I was out and about with my new baby. I was feeling oh. pretty good about myself in that moment. No. Reality came flooding in. I've definitely had that happen to me, too. <laughs> I have this dress that I love. It's, like, it's black and it's, like, retro 50 style, yeah. but it's got planets all over it. And I like. And let me guess. Is it Empire Waist? Yeah. Empire waist always does that to a And woman. I feel like like it's my Miss Frizzle dress. Yes. And I always feel extra librarian when I wear it. <laughs> so I was wearing it and I was like like arms deep into a 3D printer, just minding my own business, trying to print someone a dragon or something. Yes. And someone who knew a member of my family but didn't really know me, just kind of mm -hmm. recognized who I was, walked up to me and it was a couple and they're like, oh my gosh, like, it's so nice to see you. Like, it's cool. It's so great that you're still working while you're pregnant. And I just turned around and I was like, no, actually, I'm just chubby. <laughs> and um, the look of horror on their face, both of them at the same time, like everything just dropped and they didn't even turn around. They just slowly backed away oh. until they were behind a bookshelf. And <laughs> it's just like, whatever, I'm still going to wear this dress. It's a really great dress. At least we have good attitudes about it. But some people, it really does. It can really bring you them, down. Right? Yeah. Another one is now I've seen absolute nastiness over this one. Never guess the gender of a baby. Never guess the oh. gender of anyone. Okay. That's, that's actually a very good point. I think even like right now, yes. like don't even guess someone's pronouns. And if they tell you differently, just take it. Yes. Actually, that's a very good point. Next one. Never guess a person's age. Folks can be so oh, sensitive. Oh yes. That one hurts. Yeah. I, I gotta say with all of these, I mean, it's not a feel good moment when someone guesses something you know you like the age younger or yeah but i'm not too sensitive about it i kind of take it in a stride it kind of makes me laugh right yeah i have another story about that that I'm, it's embarrassing but i'm going to share it anyways because I, I like am. so like i don't think i look a lot older than i am like i think i look my age but when my sister-in-law had my niece, I was in the hospital the day that my niece was born and I was holding the baby. Mm -hmm. And one of the volunteers had come into the room to bring her ice water for new mom. Yeah. And she called me grandma. <laughs> 
Print me. The worst part of this That's is... That's not even in the realm. So my sister-in-law is six months younger than me. She, the, the, that lady also backed out of the oh, room and we never saw her again. There was no more ice for my sister-in-law. That was it. You're just a rocking grandma. Just, I don't like that. That's okay. I'll Maybe be you're here. like Benjamin Button and you'll kind of like Maybe. do the reverse. It's, I don't know if that woman, like, I feel like she stopped volunteering at that hospital after that. <laughs> but... Oh, okay. This is one that I've actually had to reevaluate and really work hard at. It's it's one of my faults. Do not oh. guess people's names. Now I have a very oh. unique name, so I I don't put a lot of like importance. Like someone will say their name, and it's like oh yeah, um, and then I'll repeat it. But I repeat it with such conviction, right? And I say their name wrong. So, for example, one of my close friends, her name is Trellis. And for the longest time, I'd be like, oh, go see Trestle over there. (laughs) And uh, people were not impressed. And rightfully so. I just never put a big enough importance because everybody messes up my name. Like if you. I always mess up your name. I feel like I pronounce it differently every time every I time. say it. Well, everybody does. So I just, I'm like, oh, whatever. If it's, it starts with an L, I'll answer to it, right? But I've been trying to be more sensitive and make that a priority. So next time I talk to you, Bronte. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I get called like different, being, not the B word, but different B names all the time. I right. get like Bethany and Brienne and okay. like, Bianca. So there's other people like me that always we get the just, but we need to just have a little bit more finesse and sensitivity. And I don't get offended if someone calls me by the wrong name as long as they're being nice about it. Yeah, but some people it's it's, they're sticklers, and I I understand that. Yeah, that's totally fair. Okay, so (laughs) this one we might have to talk about for a little bit. Wait, never guess. Wait. I shouldn't even, at this point, we shouldn't even have to, like, we absolutely have to bring this up, but we shouldn't have to. (laughs) Just leave people's bodies alone. So I have full confession here. So quite a few years ago, in my family, we've come to the realization, whether it's true or not, we must have really dense bones because (laughs) people always, when you say how much you weigh, they're like, there's no way you weigh that amount. And it's like, well... I do like it's not like, like I, it's my body I know yeah right. been in it for a while so at the peak of this uh so I had gone in for some day surgery and I'm sitting there in the uh, sitting room with other people that are waiting for day surgery and you know like when you're waiting you're a little bit anxious you're listening to everything everybody's saying yeah. like you can't help it you're a little nosy totally. nelly right yeah they're talking about you yeah so the the nurse came over to me and of course everyone's listening to see what she has to say to me to try to get an idea of maybe what kind of day surgery I'm having, uh, right? Like, you know, yeah. human nature. And she comes over and she's like, oh, I, um, I think we wrote down your weight wrong. And I look at it and I'm like, no, no, that's my weight. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, no, no, no. I think we'll just get you to weigh again. And so you kind of like people can see the weight scale and, I get on the way scale and she's like, oh, like loud enough for people to hear. She's like, oh, I guess it was right. So like really great bedside manner. <laughs> well, no, she wasn't, you know, she's just trying to get her job done. Right? Yeah. So, okay, whatever. I go sit down. I'm kind of chuckling in my head. Well, I get in 
to actually have the surgery. I'm in the, I guess the surgical room, they've hooked me up to IV and we're waiting on the anesthesiologist and he comes in and he looks at my chart and he's like, nope, get her up off the kind of bed table. Yeah. Um, her weight's wrong. <laughs> and oh I said, my gosh. And I said, no, 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 that's right. It's right. And uh, he's like, nope, uh, get her up. So I got up, did the shuffle of shame and stood on the scale and he's like, oh, Okay, it's right. Shuffle so at back. this point, you're in the the gown and everything, and they're yeah. getting back and forth. So number one, I just want to thank the anesthesiologist for being so diligent that he looked, you know, he wanted you to, to be alive, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, I don't begrudge any of that, but both of those people looked at me and guessed. Don't take a wild guess don't, at surgery. Right? And in the end, he they were both wrong. So uh, luckily, I found it quite humorous and not traumatic. So plus just gave me a great story for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, never wow. guess. I, this made me think of a story that I'm probably going to get some, a lot of the details wrong because I'm taking a wild guess at remembering it. <laughs> but I read a story not that long ago of there was a plane and it was like, a public plane, like just yeah. regular people are going on it. And whoever was checking everybody in, checked in everybody that was female at a child's weight. And like, this is a full sized airplane. It's not just like one of the little ones where right. you would like hop on and fly from Edmonton to Calgary. Mm -hmm. Like this is a, a real plane. And so you can't like, you can't have 200 or however many women on a or human beings in general on a plane at a child's weight. And like that's throws off the metrics a lot. <laughs> so there was some real issues. I am going to try and do some digging and find the actual article so you can see like all of the parts that I just said that was wrong. But basically like don't, there's certain things that you should not take a wild guess at. Surgery, anything to do with commercial airlines or airplanes in general, like let's just not guess at those things. Yeah. I agree. So the next one, never guess, Brittany, never guessed a gift, what someone's giving you. I have first-hand knowledge. I, in the years I've been with Jay, he jokingly said, well, guess on a Christmas gift. Oh. I guessed both times. The first year I guessed, he couldn't believe it. So the second year to recoup, he's like, you'll never get Bell to guess like you did last year. And I guessed again. Oh, no. It's just a robber of joy for both people. Yeah. Don't guess. That, yeah, that's Don't that's guess. a really good one. And never guess if you have enough gas in the vehicle. If that crosses your mind, go get gas. One time I thought I had enough gas to get to a job interview. <laughs> Did not. Did not get the job, obviously. <laughs> That's good. It wasn't meant to be, and now you're here. Yeah, it, it worked out <laughs> in the end, but you're right. Do not do not guess your fuel. Guessing, actually, yeah. There was no positive. I feel like unless you're at a carnival trying to win a goldfish, you shouldn't do it. Like, <laughs> guessing can be difficult. Don't guess on your tax forms. Don't. Just... Yeah. Do your homework. Thank you.
Thanks for sticking it out with us on this episode of Small Town Badger. Until next week, stay safe and be well, folks. Toodles. Toodles! If you have a community event, program questions, or something you would like to share with us at Small Town Banter, please email us at podcast at pclibraries.ca. That's podcast at pclibraries.ca.